0: welcome to the menopause made easy podcast i'm your host tanya willis author of cookie dough in the dark and vibrant living with tanya menopause is like going through puberty again your body is changing your hormones are shifting but instead of being a lost teenager it's the perfect opportunity to reinvent your life and take stock of your emotional mental and physical well-being gain wisdom Be empowered and learn the strategic skills and the inner work that can be done simply so that the last half to third of your life is vibrant and amazing. Subscribe and share this podcast with your gal pals and thank you for joining me. Hello ladies. Okay, I'm just back from a girl's weekend and I wanted to share this with you because When I'm talking to my clients or people come to me for weight loss, and this is way more than weight loss, we're going to talk about bloat. We're going to talk about subconscious programming programming and making decisions. There's going to be some laughter in here and just some real life, because I always say to you, I want to keep this real, authentic, and vulnerable. So you know, a lot of us um, hop on a scale, which I, I rarely do, but I want to mention a couple of things about that today. And also just about blips of time, as opposed to our daily habits. So Thursday, I'm recording this uh, in September, and we were just away for a girls weekend. Um, Rita and Helen, I'm going to use those names, picked me up, and we start our adventure to Tobermory. And in the back of our heads before that, we had kind of been deciding, are we going full in for just, you know having no holds bar just to indulge this weekend or will we be healthy well (laughs) we started driving and uh, we all like you know to 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 have some drinks to relax we also like bakeries and we're foodies actually we all really love food So we're driving along and I, you know, start the eating in the car and I've got my avocado and my sprouts and my cut up vegetables. And we're sharing this and we're like, oh yeah, this is great. This is a great way to start the adventure. And, uh, you know, then we get into some giddy yo chocolate and some juice plus gummies. And, you know, we weren't really hungry, but it's a road trip. So we're like, okay, great. And then we get to Thornbury and we knew that we were going to stop in a bakery. And unfortunately, I cannot remember the name of it. And I had wanted to do that for this podcast. But um, anyway, so there was a, a farmer's market, a bakery in Thornbury, and it was on 26. I believe that's a highway. And we stop in there and we buy some date squares, some muffins, some cookies. We get back in the car and we all eat our muffin. And let me tell you, the muffin was Delicious. Okay. And then that should have been enough. And then we ate the date square, which was super sweet, but also really delicious. So in the back of my mind, I am like, oh my gosh, I'm not, I'm not doing a 20 minute walk after this because I'm in a car, I'm sitting here. This goes against me. If you want to call them rules, it goes against how I live most of my time. Right. So you've heard me talk about in the past where I will eat my lunch and then I'll go for a walk. Or if I can't go for a walk, maybe sometimes I'll, you know, lift, um, five minutes of weights or I'll balance it out by having some health, some fats, some healthy fats to keep my insulin levels down because I know how important that is for brain health. And also, you know, obviously for gut health and, uh, you know, I've just eaten excessive amount of carbohydrates, simple carbohydrates and, um, uh, blood. And I know how this is going to affect my blood sugars, but anyway, whatever. I know, I know all of this going in. I'm very aware. We all know this. And so I asked my friend Rita, I'm like, why do you think, and and just wait till you hear the rest of my story. (laughs) Why do you think we did this? And subconsciously we had decided, so we had made a decision that we were just gonna go for it. And we were in a celebratory mood. We all like eating. We all like trying different things. We're out of our routine. And so we just, you know, gave into willpower. And when one person's having something, it triggered the other person to eat it. Um, And so we had made that decision. And I think that is the key. Okay. We had made a decision. So anyway, we get to to Tobamori. we've been sitting in the car, it's like almost a five hour drive, and we walk around for, I don't know, 20 minutes, and we're like, well, we should eat, because the restaurant's going to close at eight, and so I have like a flight of beer, they have some Caesars, I have a lamb burger, and I traded out the fries for salad, which I would do anyway, Uh, occasionally I would have fries, but anyway, I really wanted a nice salad, so not too crazy. And, but we weren't hungry. So we totally ate this meal with disregarding hunger signals. And then we go back to our hotel. Oh, actually we do a little 20 minute walk afterwards. And I probably would have walked for two hours. Uh, it was dark, but um, oh my gosh, I just, I, I like walking. So we get back to the hotel room and we, we all had blocks. So we start blocking our bellies because they're feeling very full at this point point. And, you know, I may uh, call this podcast how to be bloated (laughs) because how to be bloated is to eat a lot of carbohydrates Um, that really remember carbohydrates. So when you eat carbohydrates, you actually pull water molecules in. And that's one reason why you can start to feel puffy and bloated. It's also irritating to the system. And inflammatory, so that can cause some bloating and some gassing and stuff like that. So anyway, we go to bed, and I definitely did not sleep well. I typically, when I'm away, the bed was comfortable, everything was great, but I'm I like my own bed. And not only that, uh, we had had a large amount of food, and so I had some night sweats going on. So remember how I've talked about like making the connection between what we eat and drink and how it affects our sleep quality. And I know for myself that it definitely has an impact. So I was hot, I had some sweats, I was kicking off the covers, putting them on and kind of like, you know, on the edge of sleep all night, but whatever. Woke up at around seven o'clock the next morning and we um, walked around for a little bit and found a breakfast spot. The girls got some bagels and tea and I was still like, oh gosh, I can't eat anything at the moment. So I just watched them eat. I had some MCT oil. So I put that in my tea, kind of shared that around and you know, this is around eight o'clock in the morning and we go for a walk, which was beautiful. We did that Marine five fathom trail. I believe it's called Marine park. Anyway, it's in Tobamore. really, really beautiful walk. And then We had noticed on the menu at this uh, coffee place in uh, Tobamori that they had a chicken and cheese sandwich on a pretzel bun. Well, jeepers, we have to have that. So we drive back to Tobamori, we get the sandwich and we're looking at the menu and they also have like a rocket fuel keto coffee. So we all get one of those. And this is, this is up my alley, right? It's got the MCT oil, the collagen. I don't even drink coffee, but I was like, you know, why not? And um, anyway, it was super, super tasty, and the girls were like, "This is amazing!" And I'm like, "I used to do this 10 years ago when I taught the Busy Mama Detox, and I still use MCT oil. Like, it is a part of my everyday. It is so good for your brain. I will do a separate um, episode on that. But anyway, so we have this rocket fuel. It's got cacao butter. It's like really heavy in fats, but awesome. So then we drive to the um, the grotto. So we're going to do this walk. So before we start our walk, it's now, say, 12 o'clock. We sit down at the picnic table. We have our sandwich. I don't know if we're really hungry, but we're like, ah, oh, we'll eat before we we go on this walk. We have our sandwich. We have some chips with it. We have some veggies. Too horrible. Maybe horrible because we weren't really hungry, But, so this is what I would call anticipatory eating. But anyway, it was beautiful. We sat down, we had some laughs, really enjoyed that meal. And then we went on a beautiful hike. Um, I don't know how long the hike was. Maybe we ended up walking for three hours, three and a half hours, you know, and not like death march, but a nice walk, beautiful scenery, took some pictures. We were moving, fresh air, fantastic. Uh, End of the day, we had a 28,000 step um, tally for for steps, for walks, whatever you call them. Um, Anyway, so definitely had some activity in that day. So we finish up the walk around, I don't know, 345. And we're like, oh, it's such a beautiful sunny day. We grabbed a couple of bees knees out of the back of the car. We grabbed some sun chips and we went and back to this spot that was just stunning. And we sat there and we drank and we had some, the driver did not drink. Let's just say that, um, which is true. And uh, we enjoyed some drinks and some sun chips. Again, not hungry, but it was just the atmosphere. It was really nice. And so we do that. And then we drive to, where do we drive to? We drive to Owen Sound and we get to Owen Sound and we have a dinner reservation for 645. We get to Owen Sound around 545. We hop in the shower. We're not hungry, um, but we go for dinner. We go for Mexican at, oh, what was the place? Oh, i have the receipt right here. It's called, excuse me, Casero Kitchen. Oh, when we were in uh, Tobamori, it was th- where we had the dinner. It was Tobamori Brewing Company and Grill, which was very good. And then we went to Casero Kitchen Table from a girlfriend's recommendation for, I'm going to cough, sorry, <coughs> <coughs> for Mexican food. Again, not hungry, but we all had some drinks. We had some Brussels sprout appetizer with some Uh, cauliflower appetizer, which was amazing. And then we had three tacos each, delicious, so full. We are full. We walk around town, we come across a coffee shop, we get some tea, we get some biscotti, we eat the tea and biscotti. Uh, Again, totally not hungry, but you know, this, this to me, part of traveling is experiencing food and we were all like that. We walk a little bit more and we notice that there's a farmer's market that's going to be going on on Saturday. So we know we're going to go to the farmer's market. I love farmer's markets. So we go to bed and again, very full. um, And, you know, there was some chocolate that had been had that day, some juice plus gummies, um, probably, you know, part of some cookies, uh, just you know, a fun, fun day of snacking, etc. So again, not a great sleep. Again, too hot, definitely related to overeating, but whatever. So we wake up Saturday morning, we go to the farmer's market where their first thing, oh my gosh, I love farmer's market. And I love supporting people that go to farmer's markets. I mean, I know how hard they work to make the muffins, to make the soaps, to really put themselves out there. And so I really like supporting them. So we bought um, some vegetables. We bought um, some energy balls. We bought some chocolate. We bought some date squares, some scones. Oh my gosh. I don't even know what what else we bought. And then there's this place selling amazing uh female fried female bacon fried egg sandwiches oh my gosh on fresh bed bread well of course we're gonna have that so we sit down and we enjoy this amazing sandwich I mean I really do have an appreciation for food uh it was so delicious um again not really hungry but uh you know some anticipatory eating going on here some in the moment eating so we eat this and I think we also had uh, like a muffin or a date square or something right after it. And um, we probably had some tea. Yes, we had some tea. We tried samples everywhere. Oh, my gosh. If you have not been to the Owen, Owen Sound Farmer's Market, I would definitely go there. It was really amazing. And so then we start driving to Tobamori, And we already know that we're going to go. I think it's called Blackberry um BlackBerry um bakery. So we go to the Blackberry Bury bakery. And it was in uh Heathcote, which is just outside of Thornbury. And then we go for a beautiful hike. Oh my gosh, what was the name of the hike? Um Duncan Caves, I believe. Anyway, we go for like a three and a half hour hike. Beautiful. Highly recommend it. And it's a loop, which I love. I love loops. And, um, the girls took a sandwich to eat and they had some treats. And I was like, I was so full. I was so full. My belly was so full. I was definitely bloated. So again, how to get bloated, uh, eat a lot of carbs. And you know, what's crazy is we did not drink enough water for the amount of moving around. We did, we did not drink enough water. So, uh, if you want to get bloated, okay, eat a lot of carbohydrates, not a lot of fiber and, you know, skimp on the water. And not only will you be bloated, but you'll also have constipation problems. So anyway, I couldn't eat, but after the hike, I opened up my cooler and I had my green drink that I had bought with me. I had bought some really amazing cheese in Owen Sound. So I ate my some cheese on some cucumber I had my date square. Um, I had some chocolate, some juice plus gummies. Um, I don't eat, but but I have a problem, which I've talked about on here. It, and, and we all kind of laughed about this. Once you start eating, I find it very hard to stop. I don't really have like a, actually, I probably do have a full signal, but I completely override it. So, um, and dinner is at 5.30. Okay, and we're eating this at three forty-five. So we drive into Thornbury because we want to go to the Thornbury ba- um, bakery, and so we buy some bread. And then across the street, we see a coffee shop. I think it was called Artisan Coffee Shop. And oh, we also did a little bit of shopping um, at uh, Nantucket and Company. I think it was called very. neat neat clothes in there. And then we go across and we all need like a shot of caffeine because we're really dragging our butts here. And so we go in and I get a matcha tea uh, latte with some almond milk and the girls get some kind of coffee thing. And lo and behold, none of us bought any baking at this place. I think we had hit the baking limit. So we were having dinner at five 30. So we, um, you know, when we had finished hiking, we had no place to shower anything. So we kind of just put on our dinner dresses, uh, did the shopping, got our lattes and headed to Collingwood. And there's a great restaurant there called the Tremont cafe. It's really amazing food. I've eaten there before and I knew I wanted to go there. And, uh, anyway, we show up, we have some wine and a cocktail, not hungry, not hungry, but we are definitely eating at this restaurant because the food is so good. We have tuna tartare. We have some falafel balls. We have this uh, um, feta spread dish, their appetizer special. Uh, Then Rita and I split uh, carbonara pasta, which I love. It's amazing there. And duck, which I just, I love duck. And um, Helen had some, uh, shrimp and lobster. And then I am like sweating. I am so full and I have had so many carbohydrates. I'm actually like uncomfortable, but yet I order dessert. I order a peanut butter chocolate dessert. And my friend Rita has a rule that she does not split dessert. So we each got our own dessert <laughs> and it was delicious. And I finished every little bit of it because here's another reason why I eat is that I'm not going to be back at that restaurant for a while. So I am going to eat whatever I want at that restaurant. And again, I am going to override my fullness cues. So we finish eating around 8 p.m. and we are full we are full from eating from about Thursday at noon until Saturday at 8 PM. And we are full and we have to sit in the car for another two and a half hours to get home. And we drank some water. We might've had some tea um, and we might've had a few little munchies, but um, that was an incredible trip. But, subconsciously or consciously, we just said no rules. We're just going for it all. We're totally experiencing it. We're foodies. We love trying different things. And the reason I wanted to share this with you is because that is a blip in my life. I am not doing that every weekend. Now, Sunday, I woke up and I had fasted for a while we had this beautiful bread, but so before I wanted, before I put in the freezer, I made a female egg, cheese, onion, tomato sandwich. I had some green drink with it. And I finished up some of the biscotti and chocolates and stuff like that, which I didn't need. No, didn't need. Oh. And I also made myself one of those rocket fuel lattes because I had been thinking about it from the day before. And then I was like, okay, I am done. I am, I am officially done. And I had gone for a bike ride earlier in the day and I went and I called a friend and I talked on the phone for an hour while I walked because I just, I needed, I needed to get my system moving. And this is my, my habit is I actually love walking and I love eating, but at the end of the day, that was a blip. So I want to just go into how fat loss actually happens, okay? So you can see from looking at me, because this is why I want to talk about this. People will go, oh, you don't have a problem with weight or "Um, what, what do people say? You have it so easy or you're so healthy, you don't overeat. And I just want to say, yes, I do. Sometimes I do, but on the whole, my habits, my daily habits are pretty good. I enjoy lifting weights. I enjoy walking. I enjoy eating healthy food because I don't like feeling like I I felt this weekend. I don't like constipation. I don't like bloating. I don't like night sweats. I don't like sweating while I'm eating. Um, My mouth was raw. My teeth were hurting. I mean, I had some definite symptoms and signs just, Screaming at me. Okay. And I didn't weigh myself before I went and I didn't weigh myself afterwards. I don't really need to do that. But I know some people like to do that. So I want to explain to you how fat loss kind of works because, okay, so here we go. A lot of the times we look at our daily habits and we're like, okay, I'm going to eat salads for the week. I'm going to move my body. And you put in all this work and you don't see any changes, but you keep going. And then one day you wake up and you um, your clothes fit better because you have been doing healthy habits, right? And so fat has kind of melted off your body. But that's not really how it works, right? So, but that's how it can feel sometimes. Just like this weekend of overindulgence, I definitely came home heavier, puffier, and close a little tighter. I could feel it, but I'm like, I don't care because I I know my life will just go back to how I was and which is, I'm very happy about. Okay. So what happens is we don't um, eat salads and lose 10 pounds quickly, nor do we eat like I did on the weekend um, and be 10 pounds overweight. Okay. But we can sometimes feel that. So What's tricky about fat loss and fat gain? So again, those things are really hard to measure on a scale because remember a scale measures your bones, your water, your muscles. And what we really wanna do is shrink the fat cell Okay. So this actually happens in a very microscopic way every single day. So we're always mobilizing and storing energy, right? And remember that energy comes from fats and carbs and protein. So we pull them out of our cells, we pull them into our bloodstream for use, or we put them back into the fat cell and we save them for when we need them. Okay. So remember what we eat. So this is what I'm thinking about in the car when I'm eating all those carbohydrates. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm not using this energy. It's going in those fat cells. But you know what, even more importantly than that, I was actually thinking of my brain health, because for me, it's more about health. But you can see how sometimes I can also take a back seat. So every day, this process goes on and on and on, right? We we store energy, we mobilize energy, it goes into our fat cells, it comes out of our fat cells, depending on what we're doing. And what determines whether you gain or lose weight is simply the energy balance over time, over time. So I'm intentionally saying over time, not at the end of the day, not at the end of my three-day Uh, you know, binge fest, if that's what you want to call it. It's a process that literally never stops. So like in a 24 hour period, you may have gained like 0.2 pounds of fat, or you might've lost 0.3 pounds of fat, uh, which is minuscule and you don't even notice it, right? So, and the only reason I'm explaining this is because most people really freak out when the scale doesn't move in a given day or week, right? And sometimes people freak out because they've gained weight when they feel like they haven't done anything. So like what's going on. So even if you lost one pound of fat in a week, which is really, really great progress. Okay. Um, it would average out to be about 0.14 pounds of fat per day, which you're not going to notice, right? So that's, that's, that's just not even going to register on your scale. Okay. So, on your day-to-day, you know, avoid the little blips, but on your day-to-day habits, right? It's really undetectable what's happening in your body. So, and we have this thing in our body body called water, which can really throw things off because our body is 60% water, all right? So we also have to take into account like fluid balance in the body, which is constantly fluctuating, just like energy balance, so here are some things that might impact water retention or loss in the body, which can really impact, for those of you that that look at the scale, the number on a scale. And that's like sodium, which is water retention. So those are your chips, your salts, your salty foods, right? Those are going to hold on to water. Then you have uh, potassium, which is going to lose water in your system. And then you have Hormonal fluctuations, for so for those of you that still have a period, really, especially during menses, my God, my body can look entirely different over the course of the month. So give yourself that grace and understand that your body has fluctuations, right? If you're on certain medications, that can affect the water retention or loss in your body. Exercising, right? So if you exercise and you have lots of sweat loss, or maybe you're not exercising, but that has it. Temperature and humidity can affect water impact or, sorry, retention or loss in the body. How much water you drink definitely can impact the number you see on a scale. Uh, Coffee, alcohol, stress, inflammation, getting sick. And then, just like my binge weekend of carbohydrates, remember one gram of carbs holds four grams of water so if you are eating a lot of carbohydrates you're also going to feel that water retention that puffiness so the average person can typically lose or gain two to pound two to four pounds of water on a daily basis okay so these fluid fluctuations happen so when you're stepping on a scale it's it's not always giving you the exact number you want to see because remember we're actually want to shrink the fat cells it's less about a number on a scale mind you the scale if you're not uh you know uh, what's the word i'm looking for uh tied to it can give you some some good data but it's not the only data point that you should be using okay so, there's another wrench in our system when it comes to fat loss, and that is how the food is moving through your digestive tract. So, I can definitely tell you from this weekend, my digestive tract was not optimally working. Okay. I was backed up, I was constipated, I was not having my regular bowels. Okay. So, uh, there's a big difference. Like, think about this for a second. You stand on a scale and you hold, uh, you know, a bunch of cauliflower. Okay. Or, uh, let's say lettuce, let's say lettuce. And now you stand on a scale and you hold a bag of potatoes. Well, you're going to feel heavier with that bag of potatoes. They're just heavier in your system than the lettuce. Okay. So this is why scale weight can be crazy because we're not taking into account, the fluid retention, we're not taking into account our digestive system. And some of us get so emotionally invested in a scale where it's one point of data. So we can see the scale going up, I've had clients with this, and then they get discouraged, and they stop doing what they're doing. Right. And, and, you know, there's this happens too, where some people step on a scale, they see the number come down, and then they give themselves permission to be eating more because it's celebratory. The scale is actually a fascinating experiment. So what we we wanna remember is that if you have gained weight overnight, you have to think of those things, the salt, the carbs, the stress, the alcohol, water retention, digestion, right? It's not the same as two pounds of fat. So this fat loss and gain happens on a really microscopic level when you zoom in. We are always mobilizing and storing at the same time. And it's the net balance over time that determines whether we lose or gain weight. Okay. So again, what I did that weekend was a blip on my scale. If I stood on the scale, I would definitely be heavier. Okay. But I'm going to get back right into my routine of what I normally do and my body will equalize. I've already had some good bowel movements. So I can tell that my stomach's gone back down. If I had weighed myself, I probably would have shown that I had less weight on me. Right? So what is the solution for, um, you know, women over 35 that you may be attached to these scales is as always focus on the progress or, or sorry, the process focus on your daily habits, not the blips, but your daily habits. Okay. And then if you are putting so much energy and resources into the scale, look at different things, look at your sleep, look at your energy. How do you feel when you're moving? How does your gut feel? Um, Like really collect data from various sources and the process focused client will always win. Okay, When you start to become the detective of your day and your habits over the long term and you buy into the process of how do I make exercise part of my day? How do I make eating healthy food part of my day? You will always win Okay, because you control your thoughts, you control your habits, you control your behaviors, but you cannot control random fluctuations on a scale or how fast you lose weight. But you can focus on the fact that you lifted weights today, that you moved your body today, that you went for a walk, that you got your water, that you ate your fiber, that you had your healthy fats, that you ate your protein, okay? And are you being consistent with that? Not a blip. A blip is a blip, okay? But are you being consistent with healthy eating and healthy movement? And these microscopic changes will add up to massive changes overnight. And you'll wake up one day feeling like it happened overnight. Okay. But this can happen in either direction. So if I was to continue with the amount of food that I ate on that weekend, and I kept going and going and going, then I would gain weight. I would gain fat. My clothes would get tight. I would feel lethargic. My sleep would get worse. I'd start to get bitchy and irritable. So it really is trusting in the process, trusting in the process and doing your tweaks, doing the tweaks. Okay, how can I make my day a little bit healthier? And stop focusing on the blips. Now I will say one last thing about the blips and then I have a client, so I have to go. If your blips are too close together, If I did this every single weekend, okay, that would not be a blip anymore. That would be a habit and lifestyle. So I hope I've made the differentiation between a blip and your daily habits. Okay. And if you want a different result, look at your daily habits and how can you begin to improve on those daily habits, Okay. Do you need to move your body more? Do you need to drink more water? Do you need to increase your fiber? Do you need to increase your protein? Do you need to increase your healthy fats? Do you need to decrease the stress in your life? Okay. When you start to look at those things, do you need to incorporate fasting? I've done so many videos on this. Uh, Do you need to address emotional eating? Okay. When you address what you do on Most of the time, not the blip, that's when you will start to see the changes that you want to see. And I wanted to do this episode, take it for what it is, because I'm tired of people telling me that I eat perfectly. Um, I have my moments and I'm human, okay? But I can hands down, without a doubt, tell you that I feel so much better When I am eating and moving my body, how I normally do on a daily basis, which I have worked with my habits over the years, I definitely feel better than how I felt this past weekend. And my blips used to be much closer together. And now they are further and further and further apart. And so the further you can start to take these blips, okay, that just becomes more of your lifestyle. I hope that all made sense. And uh, again, I just wanted to share real life. That's it, ladies. I got to go train my client. Healthy hugs. Have a great day.